Hey everybody, you're listening to Unfiltered Black Hottie, a podcast about whatever the fuck we want. And this shit's unfiltered, of course. We'll have chit chats about current events, true crime, social media, celebrities, and everything black. Unfiltered, of course. Every Wednesday, we'll be here to say that shit that you be thinking, but you just don't say. I'm your host, T. Sharon, and I'm going to say all that shit. Now let's get to it. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered Black Hottie. Was that sexy or was that like regular? I know I call myself trying to be sexy. So, welcome to episode 17. It is about jungle fever. Um, Now, let me give you guys just a little teeny tiny bit of background. Hold on, let me take a sip. Y'all know I'm drinking hot tea. By the way, if you ever want to purchase me a hot tea, you can go over to www.youblackhottie.com. Click um, on the spot where it says support the show. There's a link on there that you can click on, and you can buy me a $5 cup of hot chai. And I will drink it on the air and give you a shout out. Appreciate you in advance. <clears throat> Sorry. There's something in my throat. It's like a frog or a dingling in my throat. So how I come up with the episode to record, it's really no science to it. But what I do is I, you know, do a, some research type out a few monologues and for each episode and then I kind of on recording day I'll look and see what I have typed up and ready to go and I'll just like pick one just kind of random it's really no method to it this week um two of the options were jungle fever this episode and sleep paralysis that's gonna be the next episode maybe I don't know yeah that's going to be the next episode. So the reason I chose Jungle Fever, okay, we know what Jungle Fever is. So basically, jungle fever is like a term for interracial dating. Ha ha ha. That was a horrible song. Stevie Wonder. Rest in peace to Stevie Wonder. Wait, is Stevie Wonder dead? My bad if he ain't. But anyway, so this episode is about jungle fever. So I call myself interracial dating at one point in time. And we are not like bffs or anything like that we're cordial now and the other day 
I wanted to ask him a specific question. And I text him and I said, hey. And instead of even speaking back in true, just some dickhead shit to text somebody, it's from her size. Like 10 hours later. So because of that BS, I decided to express my feelings about my interracial dating situation ship. So yeah, I call myself interracial dating. Interracial is one of my favorite porn categories, so I thought that shit was going to be smooth sailing. No. Uh-uh. That shit was nothing like the porn I watch. Now, let me be clear. I'm totally not against interracial dating. I think you should date whoever makes you fucking happy. Whoever makes you get off the most is who you should date. <laughs> no, no. Whoever you love is who you should date. As I look at my script for this episode, I realize interracial dating as a whole is just not for me. I just want to talk about a few reasons that shit did not work for me. Now, before I go there, I want to be clear. It was not all bad. I mean, it wasn't like a bad relationship. He wasn't like abusing me or anything like that. I just think that it wasn't for me. I think for me and most black people who date white people, there's like a, a certain level of freedom there that we aren't used to at all. A freedom that we kind of feel like we don't even deserve. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It's called white privilege. And that's some slave mentality shit that I'm going to save for another episode. But it comes with like our partner's privilege. Black people are not free. There, I said it. We all know. Some of us choose to believe it. Some of us don't. But white people are free and they have a freedom that we would never understand or that we won't ever fucking feel to be honest as long as we live in america we will never have the same freedom that white people have there were so many things like normal everyday things that i did every fucking day with with caution that my partner just did not care about because he did not have to some of these things were like in my situation, the difference between having a job, not having a job, going to jail or not going to jail, and honestly living or dying, it was just certain things that he could do that I couldn't do because I'm black. There was a time I remember we were going to hang out at a friend's house, and they lived in an area that black people don't go to at night. And I'm telling him, okay, I'll go there. But you're going to have to take me. I'm going to have to ride with you. And to be fair, it was totally out of the way. Because it just, you know, it was like he was passing his house to come to my house to pick me up. And we weren't on a level where we were, like, sleeping over with each other or anything like that. So he knew he was going to take his ass home afterwards. And it would have been a big inconvenience. But instead of understanding where I was coming from, obviously because he couldn't understand where I was coming from, he just made it like, oh, that's not true. You could drive out there. You know, like, or he kind of flipped it to, why are you trying to inconvenience me? To then, oh, well, are you going to let me stay all night? And it was like, well, what the fuck? You don't understand what I'm saying? Just me simply being me driving in this part of town while it was dark even though it's 2021 like he couldn't believe that like that's not going on still to me that you can you can um drive over there but 
it was dead ass. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. I know you're not that naive. I'm not invincible. I wasn't invincible in that relationship. But my partner, in a sense, is invincible because he's a white man in the world. <laughs> that's just real shit. I mean, it's 2021. By the world standards, that's the most powerful thing, most important thing walking. I won't lie. Like, I enjoy perks. Um, me keeping it honest, the conversations that I had with Bill were a lot more intellectual. And that's because Bill read a lot of books. So it wasn't like that's not something a black guy could do. It was just Bill just happened to read a lot of books. But the flip side of that, it was like when I knew something about a certain subject, if I knew just as much as Bill, or if I knew more than Bill about a certain subject, it wasn't coming, the information that I was receiving wasn't being given as you were teaching me something. It was given as like a one-up type of situation or like a correcting me type situation. Let me not get this twisted. I love black men to no end. My love for black men, for black people is unconditional. I say it all the time. Being black is the best gift the most high could have ever given me. But I had more intellectual, more honest conversations. The vibes were a lot, you know, cooler and relaxed at a time. And again, that comes with that freedom that you have from your partner. I felt sometimes like I was at peace. One thing that was lacking that I knew could not lack if I was going to be in a long-term relationship with this person was like a sense of protection. I guess you could say I felt safe because I was with somebody that cared about me whether I lived or died, you know. But at the same time, I didn't, I feel like, you know, we get pulled over and he driving, we ain't gonna get pulled over, you know. But I didn't feel protected as if, like, is he going you know, like, okay, so you know when you out with your man, no, 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 you know when you anywhere black women and you make eye contact with a black man, you know that you're safe because a black man and a black woman are in this same space and we he going to protect me because he's a black man and that's his job on the earth, you know, is to protect in my, in my head. And black people, y'all know what I'm feeling. Y'all understand what I'm saying. But, uh, I didn't think the guy I was dating was like a punk or nothing like that. I just knew that if it was a situation where I had to beat a motherfucker up, we had to beat somebody up, he was not going to be down for that. Like, he wasn't going to protect me like certain men that have the same skin color as me were going to protect me because we had the same fight. Yeah, I didn't feel protected. I was up and down a lot in that situationship. Situationship is the only way I can honestly describe what we were doing. I made it very, very clear at the beginning that I didn't want to just, like, jump into a relationship. But if you know, like, I know when I was 13, 12, 11, and I had Caucasian white friends, they were allowed to, like, date at 12. And that was something that, you know, was not going down. So I knew from the beginning that it was going to be something that he just was going to rush and push me into, you know, it was, it was really easy to get to know each other within our friend group and like 
in the public places that we hung out. But it was like when it's one on one, you know, you're trying to be so much more pushy because it's a lot more intimate. You know, I made it very, very clear. And, you know, that was like ignored or whatever the fuck. And it was like as sweet and intelligent and understanding as this guy was, he was also naive. But he also had that inherited white man attitude. That's air quotes around that. You got to know everything. You know, this your world. We living in it. I just couldn't get with that. We're, we were friends before anything, like I said. So us hanging out and getting to know each other without our friend group was easy. And it just kind of seemed natural because we had been doing it for so long. But after like a month, I noticed that I was moving at his pace and not mine. And another thing was I was apologizing for everything. I was apologizing for being myself. I was apologizing for everything. I was apologizing for things I actually was not apologetic for. Like fucking not liking red wine type shit. Dumb shit. And I found myself saying sorry when I was even calling out racist shit. My partner... And now that I'm thinking back, it was, like, impossible. Obviously, he cannot see things through my eyes. He cannot see things the way I see them. All in all, you know, as much as I cared for and still care for my friend, you know, when the, you know this is my friend now. Not really. But <laughs> as much as I care for that person, the honest truth is you're the oppressor. You know what I mean? That bullshit tactic that the oppressor does to come off as the oppressed was in fucking full effect. Like, I can remember going out and somebody, like, saying something like, I remember this lady at the restaurant was like, you don't want the fried fish? Bitch, no, I don't. I want the grilled fish. (laughs) But still, and I knew exactly how she meant that. She made, like, comments like, Oh, y'all on the same ticket type shit. It was just really, it was an older white lady, which does not excuse the shit. But it was just some bullshit. And I knew that she was meaning that from a racial type thing. And instead of defending me or even just keeping his fucking mouth shut, my partner said, are you sure she meant it that way? The fuck? Yeah, I'm sure she meant it that way. Don't fucking gaslight racist me type shit, you know? Like, you can't. Yeah, she meant it that way. Of course she did. You know, in that relationship, my bad, my bad, that situationship thing, I found myself apologizing for things that I grew up taking on the chin. Things that I've been treated in such a way by the world that I know how to get over that shit. Because it's minuscule to the big shit. I found myself going for shit that I was not going to go for if I was with a Negro. You feel me? Something simple as combing your fucking hair is extremely important to black people. And one of the beliefs that we grow up with, y'all remember growing up like, nah, let me comb your hair. You ain't about to go to school. These people think I don't take care of you. You better comb your hair. You ain't about to go to work looking crazy. These people gonna think I'm crazy, blah, blah, blah. These people, meaning white people, the man, 
the system, whoever. You know, if you went to school four, five, six days in a row looking rough, somebody might have called CPS on your mama. Oh, like I said, something that simple is very important to a black person. Or something like when I saw my partner just willy-nilly not giving a shit about his appearance, it fucking confused me. Like, hair is different to us. It means a lot more to us. It's fucking freedom. It's our own, you know. Like, right now at this point in life, Jay-Z is 100% fucking free. Y'all see how crazy his fucking locks look? That's the shit that free black people do. So, when this dude was just leaving, not even running his hands through his hair, that's the shit that free white people do. Who gives a fuck? You're white. You could do whatever the fuck you want to do. Jay-Z had to become a billionaire before he felt as free as this white guy that I know that works down the street. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, shit like that, that he didn't care about, you know, just wasn't working for me. And we all know I'm not about to be out with Deontay and his hair look a mess. Not going to do it. It's not going to happen. You know, white people can do what they want for real. When I wasn't being myself, it was like I was expected to be the angry black woman. Like I said about the server, she fucking asked me that I want the blackest meal on the menu. And I did get irritated because, bitch, how dare you? Like I said, my partner just never seen it that way. He insisted that everybody didn't mean it that way. So it's like, so motherfucker is me every time? I remember telling him that you cannot treat me like the rest of the world if you want to be my man. I shouldn't have had to say that, you know. But I said that shit like eight fucking times. And we were just dating. It's like this is the pre-fucking shit to what we about to do in the relationship. I can't set myself up to be in a relationship like this. It was crazy, y'all. It felt like I wasn't allowed to know anything that this person didn't already know. Or I wasn't allowed to know more about a subject. I remember I had went to out of town and I learned something. I come back to telling. And he's like, oh, no, because blah, blah, blah. Bitch, you don't know. Like, correcting me when I said my hair was locks and not dreads. You know how fucking dreadful that sounds, dreads? You don't know nothing about my hair. Don't correct me about my hair. Or telling me that I was wrong on a fucking Chris Brown fact. What? Come on. But in the most fucking recent months, I, or most of my life, I like know that this is how white people are. But when it's right in your face and it's like the person that you out to dinner with, it really put in, it for me really got put in perspective that this is how white people are. I know one white guy, um, Mr. Dion, and he is much different from any white person that I know. Him and his whole entire family. They would never say, I don't see color. And that's a horrible thing to say because how dare you not see my black ass because I'm fucking dark. I'm colorful, bitch. But if that was a real thing and people really couldn't see in color, those would be the only people on earth that don't see in color. I have, like, so much respect for them. And it's like those, that family, the D. Young family, are the white people that, every other white person wants to pretend to be but they not really like that 
you know, they don't gaslight you. They don't say the little bullshit like you're cute for a black girl. Or they don't say, are you sure they meant it that way? They're not those type of people, you know. And I think this is who all white people want to pretend to be. Like, you know, they don't hit you with that. It's not all about race because they know that shit is about race. They know they, they never have been like the all lives matter people. But the final, like, oh, yeah, let me get the fuck up out of this shit before I go to jail was for me. <laughs> we were at a, like, a group setting, and we were with people close to him. And I mean, like, close, like, close, like, close to his heart, not close, like, sitting close, like, close as fuck. And one of them asked me what I wanted to be called. I knew the fuck how she meant it. I just didn't say anything. I knew that um, she meant, like, black, colored, Negro, nigga. (laughs) I knew that's how she meant it, but I reminded her how I introduced myself. I introduced myself as blah, blah, blah. That's what the fuck you call me, because I know what the fuck you mean, but. How dare you? And she told me no. She meant, you know, black, African-American, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the fucking nerve of these people. And then the nerve of my partner for not nipping that shit right then and there. But then when I looked in his face, he was eager to learn the answer. Like, what do you want to be called? What the hell? (laughs) What do I want to be called? I was around the wrong people. I knew that that situation went for me. I think that it was like an experiment for both parties. Um, And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I have always been, my mama always said, my grandma always like, you act so white, you act so white. And that's another episode I'll have coming up. But my mother will always say shit like that. So they weren't surprised at all when I started dating a white dude. But I left that situation alone. That said, I guess me always hearing that, I was like, let me try this shit out. But that shit was not for me. And I know that that was experimental. (laughs) I left that situation seeing white people exactly how I didn't want to. And it was honestly like, I mean, it was just white people. That's how they are. I can be honest here because my podcast is unfiltered. I was with people who compared gay struggles to Negro struggles. That's the type of white people who do a couple research papers about the Black Panthers and they feel like they can have a conversation with me about it. You will never fucking understand. Sometimes I wonder if it was just the situation and the partner that I was involved with. I think the white guy I date, if I ever date white guys again, I think he gotta be like, I don't know. I ain't even going to put that shit out there in the universe. But I know the universe will provide everything I'm looking for or something better. And I know that she's going to have a big black dick. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of Unfiltered Black Hottie. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Unfiltered Black Hottie. And don't forget to check out our Facebook group at Unfiltered Black Hottie Podcast. Feel free to send us an email with episode suggestions, questions, concerns, comments, or just whatever you want at unfilteredblackhottie at gmail.com. 
Don't forget, if you're feeling the show, leave a review so we can keep sending you guys bomb-ass content. Thank you, and have a motherfucking perfect day on purpose, y'all.